Good afternoon, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time, and ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. I don't just do this show to change the way you think about money, but to make you change the way you look at money and everything else around you, because it absolutely matters. Today is Wednesday, July 19th, 2023, and what an incredibly great day it is as always. The sun is out. It is bright. I know that it's hot not just here, but all across the country. And so we are praying for each and every family that is stressed with something that has to do with the heat this particular summer. So with that, we are going to say happy birthday to our Cryptopian celebrities who have birthdays today. We have Linda Addy from Laurel, Maryland. We have L.C. Washington from Chicago, Illinois. We have Joshua Cinnabar, and he is from Los Angeles, California. And happy birthday also to Margot Thomas from Los Angeles, California, and Corey Taylor from Columbus, South Carolina. To each and every one of you, I want to say happy birthday, and I hope today is filled with all the love, joy, peace, happiness, and understanding you deserve on this particular day, which is your birthday. And if you'd like a shout out, ladies and gentlemen, please do me a favor and send me a text message to 424-317-7373. Again, 424-317-7373. Ladies and gentlemen, we have got a lot to talk about. I have been checking my inboxes. I've been checking my DMs, which is direct messaging on social media. And there are different projects that are starting to pop their head up. And when I say pop their head up, anytime there is a situation such as the XRP court ruling, which sounds like it's in the favor of the cryptocurrency, you are about to have a barrage of individuals coming up with coins that are similar or say that they do similar things to XRP so that they can extract money from your bank account. And so today we're going to talk about being very careful, but also we're going to do a couple of disclaimers because what I'd like to start doing is really making sure that you're understanding, especially the coins that are being targeted at our community specifically. And so I do not want to anybody to have the wool pulled over their eyes and really not understand what's going on in this space. And so I'm going to probably take a little bit of a turn to just kind of explain some of the tokenomics and some of the things that you need to know about these different coin projects. Um, I'm going to say good, bad, or indifferent. And in my case, a lot of the things that I'm going to be saying are geared towards the bad because I've been in this space long enough to see a whole lot of things go bad for a whole lot of different people. 
Um, but a lot of people have money to waste and we don't. And so, ladies and gentlemen, as we do our due diligence, as I constantly say, do your due diligence, I'm going to do a better job of making sure that you're understanding why you're being targeted and how you're being targeted. And if you choose to get in and get out, of course, it's your own choice. But I want to make sure that we are clear and that you all are understanding what's going on. So when we come forward, we will continue the conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Nigel Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. I got to do my quote for the day. I absolutely love this quote. And um, this is a quote by Oscar Wilde. And it basically says, when I was young, I thought that money was the most important thing in life. Now that I'm old, I know that it is. And again, when I was young, I thought that money was the most important thing in life. Now that I'm old, I know that it is. And again, money is not everything, but it definitely gives you the options and the ability to have choices. And that is really critically important in this time. And so I'm going to go off the beaten path for just about two minutes, if you will allow me to do so. I am not getting a sponsorship from this company, but I have to tell you and teach you how to save money because if we save money we have more money to actually invest in the things that we want to invest in and I'm not just saying cryptocurrency again anything that you're investing in you need more money to do that thing and so I found a little bit of a hack and I'm going to make sure that I share that with each and every one of you that are listening today the hack has to do with airline tickets and I found a deal as much as I love my airline that I'm not going to say the airline that I absolutely love I'm always on this airline but I'm I'm turning my 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 back to them for a little while because uh, Frontier Airline has all you can fly ladies and gentlemen for $2.99 and what that means is exactly what I said all you can fly so that means you pay a $2.99 membership free and for the period of time I believe it's like September 1st through I believe it's March 1st you can fly on that $2.99 as many times as you want as long as you can get an uh, availability on a particular plane going the different ways. And I just have to share that because it won't be around for long. So $2.99, all you can fly. And that gives us more money to be able to actually invest. So for those of you that are planning on traveling between September and March, that's a hack, ladies and gentlemen. All you can fly for $2.99 Frontier Airlines. So go out and get it, and maybe you'll see me running around Frontier because I definitely uh, decided to get one. So I think it's a great deal, and it's a great opportunity, and this is the first time that they're doing something like that. Actually, it's the first year. So we're going to see how this actually turns out but again we will have more money to invest if we're not paying so much for flights to go across the United States and this will give me an opportunity to jump into some of these communities and start to do some of the teaching that we usually do during the summer that we've missed and so we're going to get out and hit some of these communities so with that 
we're going to get back on track here. So, ladies and gentlemen, I need to just make sure that you all know that it is very, very important for you to do your due diligence. And I am I just I don't even implore you. I beg you to please do your research and do your research well before you invest in any of the uh, cryptocurrencies or companies that are popping their heads up that tell you that they can take your Bitcoin and they can trade for you and all of those things. And anything that you hear on this show or through me should purely be um, considered information only and should not be acted upon without the help of somebody who can um, really make help you understand. So let's just say this. If you have a financial expert or a fiduciary and you, you have somebody else that you can run things through, do that. And I will promise you that I'm going to do my due diligence and make sure that you get the right information. But you can take it a step further and run it past anybody that you like. But I am really saying to each and every one of you that due diligence in this space, especially right now, uh, is really important. And why am I saying this is because I see desperate people and not desperate people in our communities, but desperate people that are seeing that their window of opportunity is closing. And so they're coming up with these crazy cryptocurrencies and these crazy marketing dollars and things that they're spending to actually target our community. And a lot of our millennials, unfortunately, and our Gen Xers, Gen Zs, they're all falling for it. And I'm watching them pour monies, monies that some of them don't have into some of these cryptocurrencies. And it's important to know um, that as I began to talk about different things, I'm not affiliated with any of these coins uh, or financial institutions, nor are they members of anything that I've done. But I will definitely talk to you and share what I can see. Um and so as I continue to educate, you may hear different things about different coins, but uh, the lack of my affiliation actually just really reflects uh, maintaining and sustaining my goal, my mission. And then that's just to give it to you raw. I, I don't have to tell you that anything is good. That's not. And I don't have to tell you anything that's bad. That's not. I can just really do uh, anything that I want to do and talk to you without bias or without the intent to push a particular financial product. My intentions are to educate and to provide this space and individuals uh, with great information that they can learn from because of my experiences in this blockchain and cryptocurrency space. And so I'm excited about that. So the need is really here ladies and gentlemen, for you to take caution when um, taking insight from anybody, including myself, because it's incredibly important. We don't have time. We don't have money. We don't have energy to waste. Uh, as with any financial space, there are risks and there is always a chance that the markets can fluctuate. The information that is provided by me uh, it's just a starting point, ladies and gentlemen, and individuals should be encouraged to do their own research before you make any, any investment decisions. Um, individuals should take a 
more active approach to dealing with the cryptocurrency space or any other type of financial investment for that matter, not just cryptocurrency, be a little bit more um, active, proactive, ask questions. Remember, I've always stated, you know, when we were growing up, we'd ask a question. It was because I said so. I think it's time out for that as adults and in some cases with children. You need to start explaining some things so that we don't just continue this perpetual cycle that our families have been on, which is not really understanding what's going on. And so I probably talk too much to my children about what's real and what's happening because I want them to do things because they understand and not because I said so. But despite the potential pitfalls in this cryptocurrency space, uh, I'm going to re- remain on the radio and in person and doing all the things that we do to educate, to give invaluable resources to our community and specifically talking more and more about investing in Bitcoin and this educational research that we do and that I do or share most of the time it's based on some of my firsthand experiences, nothing that somebody's told me because I live this. I live this cryptocurrency space and I am aiming to empower people to just help you make informed decisions about your financial future. Ladies and gentlemen, I thoroughly feel like we're running out of time and it is important to take caution. And when taking any viewpoints from any of the people that I may bring on the show or any of that, I want you to take that knowledge as a base, start your own learning experience and make your own choices and always continue to invest, continue to invest. And you should be approaching this with a sense of caution. And again, always knowing that you have my assistance, my team's assistance. If you need to send a text message or an email or anything like that, but you really need to be cautious. And um, I'm going to say this because these projects are popping up left and right. In fact, last night I saw like seven new things that have popped up since the XRP ruling. And people have had these projects kind of like sitting to the side. They built out the websites. They've created some things. They got some marketing and they were just waiting for the right time to pop out and try to really take advantage of what's happening. And because again, I feel like they feel like their uh, time is running out because the SEC has to make some rules and the SEC is going after exchanges. And a lot of people feel like this is their last ditch effort to get their coin out there to make sure that they're taking advantage of grabbing up money while they can. And so we don't want to be in the middle of a money grab. So please be careful, ladies and gentlemen, as you approach this cryptocurrency space. And so there are a lot of things that are happening. And so I am just going to say this. We have voiced or some of us have voiced. (laughs) I haven't told you who I'm voting for for president as of yet, but I think a lot of you know. Um, But there's this other president and this wouldn't particularly be the person I'm voting for. But again, to each his own, we're not going to get into any type of politics or anything like that. But Robert uh, F. Kennedy Jr. announced a couple of nights ago 
that he was going to um, make Bitcoin or allow Bitcoin. He has a plan to use Bitcoin to back the dollar and in Bitcoin taxes. So you know who he's coming for, right? You know who he wants to get a vote from. You know who he's trying to get campaign dollars from. You know he's really trying to reach out to the cryptocurrency community and say, hey, back me, send me some money, do some other things. But that's neither here nor there. So Robert F. Kennedy is a Democratic presidential candidate, and he has announced this bold plan to implement this Bitcoin-focused policy if he is elected president. But his plan includes gradually backing the U.S. dollar with the hard assets, and he's talking about gold, silver, platinum, or Bitcoin. So, ladies and gentlemen, exactly what we've been talking about. He's talking about pillar number one, which is digital asset, which is Bitcoin. And then we got pillar number two. I've been talking about hard assets like gold. I didn't necessarily talk about silver or platinum. Uh, and there was a reason for that, because we need to have the smallest coin that has the smallest are the biggest value but the smallest coin in the event that we need to you know we we always need to be ready i'm just going to say it like that so starting with a small percentage and increasing it annually is what he is talking about doing this move actually aims to reinforce the united states dollar which we have been talking about is devaluing itself and he is looking and forward thinking about the possibility that the dollar could devalue itself and what is going to bring value to it ladies and gentlemen gold silver platinum and bitcoin so there's one thing i have to tell you mindset wise as we listen to and hear about this plan ladies and gentlemen he's not saying that they want to black back the u.s dollar with xrp or ethereum or dogecoin or anything for that matter i have to get you to pay attention that everybody is deeming bitcoin as important as would be some gold silver or platinum here you got a presidential uh candidate ladies and gentlemen that's talking about bitcoin this is a huge win for us as it relates to not only Bitcoin being utilized to back the dollar if he's able to do it, but just the fact that he is bringing the word of Bitcoin as uh, something that's flowing from his lips, which means mass adoption or people actually paying attention to this thing called Bitcoin is starting to present itself more and more. And guess who's going to be holding the Bitcoin that they need to back their dollar? Guess who's going to be holding the Bitcoin that they need to do uh, to be able to participate with their spot Bitcoin ETFs. Guess who's going to be holding the Bitcoin when all of these big companies have decided they want to jump into the Bitcoin space? Remember, there is a limited supply of Bitcoin. 21 million Bitcoin is all that will ever be created. And if we're holding at least one or two of those Bitcoins per family, which is our goal, our goal, again, is to have at least one Bitcoin. 
in your portfolio but we're going to start small we're doing the ten dollars the five dollars the three dollars the six dollars on a daily dollar cost average so we can get what we need in our arsenal once we get that done ladies and gentlemen and we are five or ten years down the line ladies and gentlemen I feel as though I am going to be sitting pretty. And I have to say it that way, ladies and gentlemen. You all have to read through the lines because I am not a financial advisor anymore on purpose. And I'm not coercing anybody to get involved in Bitcoin. However, I am saying to you, if everything that you're reading is talking about Bitcoin, why on God's green earth would you be investing in something else for the long term? We're talking long term, five to 10 years. Even if you look back at the stock market ladies and gentlemen anything that people invested in five or ten years ago that was one of these big companies they've done well they didn't get in it to get rich quick and I am telling you that we got to play the long game or that I am playing the long game in this space and I am super excited about what the future looks like because this gentleman has just come forward and said he sees Bitcoin as a crucial policy tool for ensuring that the nation's physical longevity and attracting intellectual capital to this company country is necessary so kennedy's comments are commitment to bitcoin aligns with his vision of a free and equitable america now again i'm gonna be working with dr cornell west so he can be on top of his game so he can deal with this situation as well and he'll know how to speak to this in the best way possible but i'm really excited about the fact that everybody is talking about bitcoin and we have been dollar cost averaging bitcoin ladies and gentlemen excited about that and so as we move into the second part of the hour i have a couple of other things that i want to share with you in this cryptocurrency space when we come forward after news sports and traffic we'll continue the conversation this is ahead of the crypto curve on kbla talk 1580 all right welcome forward welcome forward let me just say this really quickly i'm just going to always mention these couple of different things that you can do to do your due diligence because I know some of you are like okay I heard about this coin I need to really check it out so the first thing you're going to do is go to coin market cap you're going to type in again that's coin market cap you're going to type in the name of the coin you're going to go to that coin you're going to look at what is happening with the company because there's a tab on there that you can click to find out all about the company you're going to read the white paper the white paper tells you what the coin is for what the coin is supposed to do now today tomorrow it's supposed to tell you exactly the financial trajectory that it's going uh, and it's going to tell you all about it and i am going to share with you for some reason, some of these coins that say we made this just to take your money, people are buying it anyway. Like, I don't understand it, but we are grown and sexy and we know that that's not the direction we need to go. But you need to read about that so you can do that on coin market cap. Hopefully the coins that you are buying are listed there so that you can pay attention to them and um, they're listed there not so you can pay attention to them so you can actually research them there 
if the coin you're being approached with is not on coin market cap uh there are a, a couple of other ones um there's a site called masari m-e-s-s-a-r-i masari uh, you can go to Masari. It's just like coin market cap. You can try to find out about the coin as well. Ladies and gentlemen, you can always get on Reddit. R-E-D-D-I-T. Reddit. Reddit is a decentralized social media platform specifically for the tech space. So again, if you're doing your due diligence, you can type in the name of the coin. Maybe it's called, I'm just going to call it free coin. I don't know. Maybe you're researching free coin. You can go on Reddit in the search engine. You can type in free coin. And anybody that has anything to say about free coin or anything else, they will talk about it there. And it can't be erased unless the person decides to erase it. Nobody's going to take it down. That means most of the time you're going to get the full unadulterated uh, comment or concern about the particular project. So that's a good place to look as well as Twitter. You can always go to Twitter and see what people in. The, uh, we call it crypto Twitter, just like you have black Twitter. We have crypto Twitter. And they'll tell you what's going on with the coin as well. So I want you all to know how to start doing some research and just know just because their website looks good, just because their social media platforms look good. They pay for that. They even pay for great white paper. So be careful. Um, but anyways, with that being said, that's how you do some more of your due diligence aside of what you're hearing me talk about here on ahead of the crypto curve and so we're going to go with our market update really quickly and we have bitcoin right now this very second trading at thirty thousand and three dollars it's down in the last hour 0.15 percent in the last 24 hours it's up 0.80 percent and in the last seven days it's down 1.06 percent Ethereum is trading at $1,902 in the last hour. It's down 0.42%. In the last 24 hours, it's up 0.43%. And in the last seven days, it's up 1.62%. And so I am still um, talking and reporting and looking at specifically XRP because I know a lot of people are dealing with that right now, whether they should hold or whether they should sell or whatever they should do. And I'm not going to say anything either way. I'm just going to say that right now, uh, XRP is trading at four at $82. Excuse me. It's down 1.37% in the last hour. In the last 24 hours, it's up 8.97%. And the last seven days, it's up 76.52%. And that's a lot of percentage up. And so, again, for those of you that have it, you have to make a decision on whether you're going to be holding long term. Again, go back, read the white paper, understand what XRP is supposed to be doing and how your money will increase by them doing that. And if you don't think they're going to be able to accomplish that because if they sell to the uh, corporations or investors, they are selling a security, which is 
different. But anyway, I'll just read and just figure that out. And so we'll go from there as you all start to learn and read about that. And I'm looking at, again, the market cap, which hasn't trained. It hasn't changed much because the global market cap is one point two trillion as it relates to Bitcoin. And right now, the dominance. Again, I like to look at the dominance to find out all the people in the world. What are they holding in their portfolio? And forty eight point three percent of them are holding Bitcoin. 9% of them are holding Ethereum and then the other rest of the 100% is being held by all the other cryptocurrencies. People hold just a whole bunch of different stuff. And as I look at the fear and greed index, ladies and gentlemen, we have actually embarked upon a time where people are not so greedy, which means we are in the neutral People are fearful, but they're also greedy. Greedy meaning they want to buy more and more of the cryptocurrency. And so there's a fear and greed index in the regular money as well. And so we just watch that so we can find out what the sentiments are of those individuals that are participating in the cryptocurrency space. But I don't even really care about that because, again, everything I'm reading Leads me to believe I need to be stacking my Satoshi, stacking my Bitcoin, because that's most important. And again, ensuring that everybody knows that there's over 30,000 cryptocurrencies out there. You cannot buy them all. You can't participate in them all. You shouldn't want to participate in them all. You only want to participate in those things that you think are going to be beneficial to you and your family. In the long game, in the long game. Now, if you want to do short term, uh, you can jump in and get in where you fit in. But again, just know that everything is volatile. So when we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to talk about a couple of different things that are happening again in the Bitcoin space. But then with the SEC as well, the Securities and Exchange Commission, when we come forward, this is KBLA Talk 1580. Now, let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. Ladies and gentlemen, as it relates to this Bitcoin ETF race, Europe has actually won the spot Bitcoin race. And they are set to launch this month meaning in July, while the United States still struggles with the SEC qualms. And so while it was a race for whichever country first to adopt and implement this spot Bitcoin ETF, it actually happened to be Europe. And so when I tell you that Bitcoin is not national, but worldwide, these are some of the things that you need to take a look at as you venture into which cryptocurrency you are going to hold the most of. And so this race has been on for the last couple of years for who could actually launch the first spot Bitcoin ETF. And it had been at its peak in the United States, but nobody even came close to the finishing line in the last couple of weeks. But Europe, on the other hand, had actually 
about two years ago won the race but then they kind of slowed down a little bit and this week ladies and gentlemen they woke up again and announced not just the approval but the launch of the spot bitcoin etf and guess who's holding the asset that they're going to need to buy at some point to really make sure that their ETFs are doing good because the supply is going to run out. We have our Satoshis, our Bitcoin. So Europe actually trumped the United States and it is a step ahead of the United States in a lot of ways when it comes to crypto. First, with regulations and now with Bitcoin ETF, the approval in the markets of the crypto uh, markets in crypto assets, that's what they call it, markets in crypto assets, MICA, and that act opened up the path for cryptocurrency innovation and growth in the country. But the crypto positive sentiments has been existing in the country since way before that. And so the United States is supposed to be leading in these things, but we're taking a second seat, if not a third or a fourth seat, if we don't get it together. An example of uh, asset management that filed to receive approval for the country's first ever spit uh spot bitcoin etf was back in october 2021 and again they had planned to launch it but the deteriorating market conditions they decided to pull back now they have decided to go ahead and jump in this thing and so this is going to be interesting ladies and gentlemen to see how uh europe just really leapfrogs the United States in this thing. So coming to the United States is the launch of a spot Bitcoin ETF. It's a dream for now. So since even the filings are finding difficulty, uh, just getting approved. Now, of course, they accepted the application, but that doesn't mean they're going to approve it. So we got to see what they're going to do. And then, um, there's just so many companies that are filing for them now here in the United States. And our regulatory body noted that the filings were inadequate. So we're getting pushback on those. But uh, one application has been accepted. But a lot of the other ones like from Fidelity. And there's just a couple of other ones that I said a couple, probably like about 10 that have actually popped their heads up and they want to move forward on a bit coin spot etf and nothing else so that being said let's talk about law so two members of the united states house of representatives have added their names to a list of lawmakers that are actually criticizing the securities and exchange commission the sec and they are criticizing the chair gary gensler and his approach to digital asset regulation. And as you all know, I've stated, we have been on our anticipatory tiptoes for some time now trying to figure out what the United States is going to do about the cryptocurrency industry. And a lot of us have shied away because in the last several months, they have taken the approach of enforcement as a opposed to giving to giving some clear laws so what they're enforcing is whatever they make up which is really scary for us however 
there are a lot of people that are stepping up to the plate and saying, you know what, that's not right. And we are representatives in the House and we are senators and we don't think that what you're doing is right. And so in a letter to Gary Gensler dated July 19th today, French Hill and Dusty Johnson, those are uh, representatives they suggested that legislation was more effective of an approach than actually how they've been going about it, which is enforcement. And it um, they wanted to make sure that everything was being addressed as it relates to regulatory issues in the digital asset space rather than the SEC's position to regulate by enforcement. The two lawmakers are respective chairs of subcommittee in the House Financial Services Committee and the House Agricultural Committee that examine the digital assets. And I don't even understand how the House Agricultural Committee got involved in examining digital assets. It just doesn't make any sense. But uh, it is what it is. And that's where it is right now. And so also, ladies and gentlemen, for that very reason that I read House of fin House Financial Services Committee and House Agriculture Committee examines digital assets. I don't know how, again, House of Agri House Agriculture Committee ties in, ladies and gentlemen. But I tell you, in some shape, form or fashion, it does. And so when we're talking about self-sovereignty of food and growing our own foods and some other things that are coming down the pipe, ladies and gentlemen, all of these small things that we don't pay attention to and ask ourselves, why is this? Why is this particular committee out of all the other committees committees that are there in the house uh dealing with this i understand financial services committee but why agriculture and so we're soon to find out but uh what they're stating really quickly is that legislation would do far more preventive future uh, far more to prevent future collapses of digital asset firms than enforcing these actions that they're doing because we need a statutory framework to establish so that we know what we're doing. I'm talking about we, meaning firms, cryptocurrency firms. We know what our regulatory parameters are so we can comply and so that we can protect consumers. But I still say that self-custody uh, self is consumer protection, but also education is consumer protection rather than relying on enforcement actions to punish bad actors after the damage has already been done. We got to start from the front instead of the back. But ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we'll continue the conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. We know you stick around. This is LA's home for progressive talk radio. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. There are a couple of things that I want to continuously bring up throughout the months because, you know, the media will let you forget about it, but I'm not forgetting about it. I want to know what in the world is happening with Sam Bankman-Fried and FTX. 
and that CEO that has defrauded all of these people in the cryptocurrency space. They have gotten quiet about him. He hasn't even had to go to court. He is just sitting somewhere enjoying himself at his parents' house on house arrest and defrauded millions and lost billions of dollars. But I think what is happening here, ladies and gentlemen, is they are stretching this thing out as they do when they want less and less, they want the pain to kind of go away before uh, they start to help hold this gentleman accountable. But I also think that there's a list of politicians and some of ours truly are going to be on this list. And I think that's the reason why they're trying to shy away from this actual trial. But I don't want us to forget FTX because I have a couple folks and funds from FTX and uh, we do know those funds were stolen so with that uh, the charges against uh, Sam Bankman Freed he's been given a long time to sit at home and not have to deal with testifying or anything but he was scheduled to testify before the House Financial Services Committee Committee in December of 2022 and so here we are almost we're not a year from it but we're we're pushing time and this this young man is just sitting there really enjoying his best life so I don't want us to forget about that because uh that's really important and that's one of the reasons why uh Gary Gensler has really been clamping down on exchanges for because of the bad actor Sam Bankman Free but Again, there's many of us that were telling them that those weren't the right people to be paying attention to and taking advice from because they were taking advantage of our community and the individuals in the Bahamas. But we won't get back into that. I want to thank each and every one of you for rocking with me today. We have a crypto essential coming up this weekend. So if you're interested in learning more about cryptocurrency, please send me a text message 424-317-7373. Again, Again, 424-317-7373 or send me an email to asknajaroberts at gmail.com, asknajaroberts at gmail.com. We are making way for the D.L. Hughley Show, ladies and gentlemen. We have not gotten any more updates from the Black Wall Street wallet. I want to make sure that I say that. But if and when I get information, you will be the first to hear about it. And ladies and gentlemen, until that time, no matter what, we are going to continue creating Satoshi millionaires. One family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you.